In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Today, we celebrate the departure of Saint Irene. And usually, the Church, when we celebrate the departure or the martyrdom of one of the female saints, reads to us the parable of the wise virgins and the foolish virgins. And after the Lord mentioned to us this parable, He gave us an instruction. Watch therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour in which the Son of Man is come. Watch mean be ready. Be ready for that moment. Because you don't know when the Son of Man is coming. So I like to speak to you today about getting ready or becoming ready. Why we should be ready? Why we should be ready? There are several reasons. The first reason that the Lord Jesus Christ mentioned, because you do not know neither the day nor the hour in which the Son of Man is coming. The Son of Man is coming, we can actually interpret it in two different ways. Either the second coming or the end of my life. I don't know when my life ends. Actually, what is more important is the end of my life. Because if the Son of Man will come after 1,000 years, in his second coming but I will die in few days I need actually to be ready for that moment many times actually we think that our life is still long and we have time to repent and to return back to the Lord but many times we hear about children, youth, young adult, adult or seniors pass away suddenly without any illness, without any disease, without any warning. We need to be ready. Let us ask ourselves this question. If God comes right now, right now, who among us is ready to face the Lord and stand before the Lord and give an account of our stewardship. If the answer, no, I am not ready right now, then there is something wrong. You need to be ready because we do not know what is the day or what is the hour in which the Son of Man is coming and I will depart from this world. We need to be ready. Every morning, every night, Every minute in our life, I should be ready to face the Lord. Also, we should be ready, as St. Paul said in his letter to Hebrews, fearful is falling in the hand of the living God. Yes, it is very peaceful and it is joyful for the righteous. But it is fearful to stand before the living God if I am not ready. 
because God gave us all what we need to live a holy life and a godly life. Before God, we will not find any excuse. Before God, I cannot defend myself. As we say in, in uh, Psalm 50, and you will overcome if you are judged. If anyone dared to judge God and to tell him it's not uh, fair, he, God will overcome. Because he gave us everything we need in order to be godly. He died in the, in the cross. Why? He carried all our sins. And he died on our behalf. So he gave us his righteousness. And all what we need in order to be forgiven, to come to him with a sincere heart with genuine repentance and we tell him God forgive me a sinner then God will forgive my sins and when I partake of his body and his blood as we hear in every divine liturgy given for us for salvation remission of sins and eternal life to those who partake of him it, it is actually to be godly and to be holy is very easy. It's very easy through the grace of God. Because he gave us everything we need to live godly and to live holy. And when actually we fall in any sin because of our weakness, God gave us actually forgiveness for our sins as a free gift. When we repent, God will forgive our sins. So in reality, you don't have any excuse before God. If you tell him, I am weak, God will tell you, you I, I know you are weak, but I give you my grace. And even if you fall or you commit any sin because of your weakness, just come, admit your weakness, and you will be forgiven. Come, partake of my body and my blood, and you will be forgiven. So, to live holy and to live godly is easy. Sometimes we believe it is impossible. It's very difficult. But no, it is not. Satan is trying to make us believe to live godly is difficult. It is not. Satan is trying to convince us to live away from God, it is fun. This will bring joy to your heart. But he is a liar, he is a deceiver. You will not have peace except with God. You will not have joy except if the Holy Spirit is abiding in you. Those who live with God, they actually have joy and peace in their hearts. Another reason we need to be ready, because after we die, there is no repentance. It will be too late. As the five foolish virgins, they came, but the door was shut. It's, it was too late. There is no repentance. Actually, if we ask anyone who departed from the earth without repentance, if we can actually connect with them and we ask them 
what do you want? They will tell us, I want one day or maybe few hours back in life in order to repent, in order to be ready, in order to be able to stand before God while I'm ready. Now we have these days, these weeks, this month, these years. We have it. Take advantage of this time before it is too late, before you cannot actually repent or you can offer repentance. And the good news is God accepts the sinner. He said, I did not come to call righteous to repentance, but I came to call sinners to repentance. Whole do not need physician, but the sick needs physician. God promised us, whoever comes to me, I will never actually reject him. Whoever comes to me, like the thief on the cross, he came to the Lord at the last moment in his life, and the Lord did not reject him. And he promised him to give him the paradise of joy. So we have this promise from God that he accepts us. Regardless how sinner we are, he accepts us. He will justify us. He will forgive our sins. He will purify us from our iniquities. Why we don't take advantage of his love? He loved us. And he is willing to do everything for us in order to be with him in the kingdom of heaven. So we need to be ready. We need to be ready. Let's come to the second point after we discussed why we should be ready. Second point is how to be ready. How to be ready. Number one, by daily repentance, by living the life of repentance every day and every moment, to be watchful, as the Lord told us today, watch therefore, to be watchful, to guard your mind, to guard your senses, to guard your heart, lest Satan plant any bad thought or bad idea or bad sin into your mind, into your heart, or enter through your senses. Watch therefore, be watchful all the time. Be on your guard all the time. And if out of weakness, while you are fighting the good fight, while you are watching yourself carefully, even if you fall in any sin, just repent. And the Lord told us, the story of the Pharisee and the publican. This tax collector, in humbleness, beated his chest and said, God have mercy upon me, a sinner. This confession that he is a sinner made him justified. And as the Lord told us, he went his home justified. So let's stand before God in humbleness, in meekness, like this uh, tax collector beating our chest and telling him, God have mercy upon me, a sinner. We will be justified. So live the life of 
repentance. Also, in our warfare with Satan, we need the grace of God. You cannot defeat Satan by yourself. You cannot. I cannot. Nobody can. But only through the grace of God. And Satan is very afraid from God, from the cross. Because he was defeated at the cross of Jesus Christ. So, we have what's called the means of grace. The channels through which we can receive the grace of God. Yes, the grace of God is called the grace because it is a free gift. But this free gift is given to us through channels. These channels, we call it the means of grace. These channels, all of you know it. It's a prayer, scripture, liturgies, fasting, spiritual reading, prostrations, all these are called means of grace. So, why the church and God asked us to pray without ceasing? Because without prayer, we will not have grace in our life. Why St. Paul said, let the word of God dwell richly in you? Because without the word of God, we will not have access to the grace of God. Why the church encourage us to fast and to prostrate before the Lord, to attend liturgical prayers, to have spiritual reading, to listen to spiritual songs? Why? Because these are the means of grace. When actually you are full of grace, Satan cannot approach you. Satan cannot touch you because you are protected and surrounded by the grace of God. So, we have these channels of grace through which you will be protected and you will be strong. Satan cannot defeat you. I am strong because of the grace of God. As St. Paul said, I can do all things in Jesus Christ who strengthens me. Also, as here in, on earth, in any job, in any practice you need training you need training and training comes from a senior who actually knows this profession better than you whether you are a lawyer or architect or engineer or a physician or somebody will train you in the same way in the spiritual warfare you need spiritual direction spiritual training spiritual guidance and this comes from our spiritual father. That's why I need to have a spiritual father to actually discuss with him my struggles in the spiritual way. And through his guidance, I will be actually strong in my warfare against Satan. St. Paul, although he learned it from Christ directly, as we read in his letter to Galatians. But he went to Jerusalem based on a vision to go to the pillars of the church, Peter, John, and James, to ask them about his preaching. So he asked guidance from them. 
and about the acceptance of Gentiles, St. Paul did not walk by his own will or by his own mind or by his own understanding. He went to the church and the church convened together in the first council of Jerusalem, as we read in Acts chapter 15. And the church gave guidance how to accept the Gentiles. Those who actually walk or conducted their life without guidance will stumble. But those who have guidance in their life, they actually will be successful. You cannot become successful lawyer or successful physician or a successful engineer without being trained. You cannot just get some books and read them and say, now uh, I can practice medicine, now I can uh, practice uh, engineering. You cannot. You need to have guidance. The same way, in the spiritual way, you have to need a father of confession, spiritual father, to guide you step by step in your uh, spiritual journey. Also, part of how to be ready, your life should be full of good deeds. If you read Matthew chapter 25, those on the right hand of Christ and those on his left hand, what is the difference between them? The main difference between them was good deeds. Those on his right hand, he told them, I was hungry and you give me food. I was thirsty and you give me drink. I was sick and you visited me. I was in prison and you asked about me. I was a stranger and you accommodated me. Exactly opposite those on his left hand. They didn't do any of these things. So actually, when our life is rich with good deeds, we will be on his right hand. We will be ready. God will tell us, come you, blessed of my fathers. Because I was hungry, I was thirsty, I was sick, I was naked, I was in prison, I was... And you did all these wonderful good deeds to me. We will ask him, when Lord, when did we do all these things to you? He will tell us. When you did it to my brethren, the poor and needy, you did it to me. Every day ask yourself, what did I do today to help others in my life? Don't live for yourself, live for others. Help others every day. Be like the Good Samaritan. Don't let one day go in your life without helping somebody in need of help. And believe me, God will put in our way many opportunities every day to help others. Don't waste these opportunities. And the last point, how to be ready. You need to have support system. All of us, sometimes we get bored. We get lukewarm. We are not motivated. We lost the momentum. In studying, students say, I am bored. I don't want to study anymore. I don't want to go to school anymore. In work, sometimes we get frustrated. We don't want to go to work anymore. But we need to have encouragement. So, if you have godly friends, they will encourage you. If, if you are supported by the prayer and the intercession of the saints, like St. Paul said in Hebrews chapter 12, 
since we have this cloud of witnesses surrounding us, let us actually fight the good fight because they are praying and interceding on our behalf. So, if you are fought with lukewarmness or just you don't want to do it, you, you know in your mind that you have to do all these things, but you don't have the uh, motivation to do it. Try to find a way to motivate yourself through a godly friend, maybe through a song or a hymn that motivates your spirit. Maybe through one of the saints who is close to you and ask his prayer or her prayers on your behalf. Don't leave yourself to boredom. Don't leave yourself to lack of motivation. You need to overcome this and you need actually every day to be motivated to walk in the spiritual journey. Last point, I like actually to give you an exercise to do it daily, which is examine yourself in a daily basis. Every day before you sleep, ask yourself this one question, am I ready? Am I ready? If God comes right now to take my soul, am I ready? If the answer is no, then you need to, to actually get in gritty because you don't know when, what the time, or what the day in which the Son of Man will come. The wise virgins, they were ready. So when the bridegroom came, they actually met him and they entered with him into the wedding. But the foolish virgins, they were not ready. Be wise and be ready because you do not know neither the day nor the hour in which the Son of Man is coming. Glory be to God forever and ever. Amen.